Super duty. Tough work. Ah, the crowd goes wild. You know? <laughs> like the welcome to the stage. The most infamous podcast on planet Earth. Super duty. Tough work. Y'all make some noise as these gentlemen come to the stage. <laughs> <laughs> my people my people my people what's up what up what up what up super duty tough work blueprint illogic as per usual right what are we doing folks what are we doing you know edutainment mm-hmm. every week trying to help artists become more successful yeah you know we live this shit so we have an insight that many people do not. Right. And, you know, today we're going to take a deep dive into something that not many people know about or speak about. But it's the reality of this uh, era that we're in. You know, and it's uh, I'll, we want to call this episode uh, Before You Go All In. That's an understatement. <laughs> what are we about to talk about? <laughs> Some things you should know. And this discussion was brought about by a article that is on the Wall Street Journal right now. And the article is about a 21 year old musician uh, who's trying to make it and become a social media influencer. And uh, we're going to read this article and then we're going to talk about our observations about uh, the realities um not just of this artist that they're talking about, but of any artist who is trying to go all in like him in his era. You know, there's some good things he does. That's good. There's some things he does that's you know, not so good, but we want to talk about it because we understand that like everyone has a dream to do this shit full time. Everyone, some people have start. I mean, and that's just a basic dream, right? Like to just be able to make music full time. It's kind of like that's, some people's like they'll settle for that. Mm-hmm. They want to be a super mega giga star, though. Right, right. You know what I mean. And so uh, this, uh, you know, we just some things we think we think you need to know. We're not gonna tell y'all what to do. You know what I mean. You, you do what you do. <laughs> it's about gonna, to get really real, though. It's about yeah, to get really real. Yeah. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna read this article and go through it for everyone who hasn't read it. Um, and it's behind Wall Street Journal's paywall. You got to be subscribed to read it. So I don't think a lot of people have read this thing yet. Um, but, you know, we're going to read it and then we're going to uh, we're going to talk about it. So we'll take a break and we'll come back. We got you stuck off the realness. The most infamous. You heard of us. Official podcast murderers. The show comes equipped with few points to share. Grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow. So go ahead and download every single week with a brand new episode. You're not alone in this world, cousin. So we share information and honest discussion and keep repping the culture like we supposed to. They spread gossip, but they never come closer. I can hear it inside their tone. They talk about the industry but never left their home you get laced up with bullet points and such plus empowering topics that they never would touch you can put your whole network against the team but super duty tough works the mvp most valuable podcast on mp3 priceless info but all of it's free so take these words home and think them through super duty tough work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, 
blueprint Raw and uncut Adult conversations No shucking, no jiving And no bullshit Alright folks We are back Blueprint, a logic Super duty tough work We're talking about things you should know before you go all in And this is prompted by this article that I'm going to read This article is titled A shot at social media fame Lures 50 million contenders And Lorenzo Mitchell And the subtitle is A 21 year old musician with big dreams Gave up computer science studies To co-star with a croaking frog one in a sea of online videos vying for attention. And so the article starts like this. It says, and this is from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, again, I'll post a link on the YouTube uh, version of this. Just so for those of you who want to kind of read it yourself and check it out, can can read it or read along if you're sitting next to the computer and you're watching this on uh, YouTube. But here's the article it starts like this. Electronic music, electronic music producer Lorenzo Mitchell dropped out of college a couple of years ago to seek his fortune through social media. So far, he's made under $70. I was a little bit, I was a little over ambitious, said Mr. Mitchell, who is 21 years old and lives at home with his family in San Antonio. He has 52,000 followers on his TikTok account, but it is still tough to command attention. More than a million other TikTok accounts have around the same number according to Tensor Social, a social media analytics firm. Of those, fewer than 100 accounts will yield a social media career lucrative enough to support someone for more than five years, said Sarah Peretz, who manages social media strategy for clients at a Los Angeles marketing firm. The chance that social media stardom draws bloggers, dancers, musicians, comedians, and video game streamers around the world. Venture capital firm SignalFire estimates that more than 50 million people identify as independent content creators. Facebook Inc., TikTok, Snap Inc., and YouTube earn millions of dollars to pay creators. Yet, social media success is a lot like professional sports. Many people dream of making it to the big leagues. Few do. That hasn't stopped Mr. Mitchell and many others from trying. I have followers. I don't have the money. That's all right, he said. It'll come. Lorenzo Mitchell works on his laptop every day to create music and videos to post online. Lorenzo Mitchell at home in San Antonio. It might take a while based on TikTok's payout rate for people on the platform's executive exclusive creator fund. A video with 100,000 views may earn roughly two dollars. Let that sink in a little bit. People in the back need to hear that sentence again. <laughs> Let that sink in a little bit. A hundred thousand views, two bucks. Yeah. Based on TikTok's payout rate for people on the platform's exclusive creator fund, a video with 100,000 views may earn roughly $2. TikTok, which declined to comment, offers advice and tips to creators for building an online audience. Content creators on Instagram have historically relied on sponsorship deals with brands and companies to make money. Creators earn income on YouTube from ads that run during their videos. Mr. Mitchell started making electronic music as a kid, but he didn't see it as a career until later. During his first year studying computer science at California State University, 
Northridge in Los Angeles, he sketched out what he called the plan. It entailed landing 50,000 Instagram followers and 200,000 YouTube subscribers by the time he was 22. He also hoped to earn 50,000 Instagram followers, oh sorry, to earn $50,000 a year selling beats, musical tracks for songs or other commercial use, and from sponsorship deals tied to his YouTube videos. He started posting videos in spring 2019, but found his greatest success only this year on TikTok. On Instagram, he has a little more than 1,250 followers and fewer than 600 subscribers on his YouTube channel. These days, Mr. Mitchell spends hours at his laptop mixing sounds and beats for electronic music music tracks. He logs into TikTok and concocts ways to make his his videos irresistible to his followers. In one, he hurdles over a stack of plastic cups and rolls of toilet paper that grow higher with each successful jump. In another, a computer-generated rotisserie chicken dances while he throws dollar bills at it, a play on the phrase chicken strips and strip clubs. In both, his music plays in the background. I'm just using TikTok as a way to get me from making videos in my bedroom to performing on stages and playing songs on the radio, he said. The plan is slow going. Mr. Mitchell has earned a few hundred dollars selling electronic beats online. Not a lot, but more than he's made from online posts. He makes most of his money working part time as a busboy at a local Italian restaurant. He came closest to a breakthrough hit earlier this year. He started posting duets on TikTok, videos of himself alongside a video that have been posted by somebody else. Imagine a split screen view. One duet featured Mr. Mitchell whistling over a video of someone playing an acoustic guitar. It collected 340,000 views. In June, he posted a duet of himself playing a beat while a frog croaked in the adjacent video. It was viewed nearly 2 million times and earned him about $25 based on the number of views. Mr. Mitchell's followers asked him to turn the musical snippet into a song. He made the beat into a full song, Frog, and spent days promoting its July release. On the big day, fans couldn't find it on Spotify or Apple Music. He said he hadn't realized the song needed to be uploaded to the music distribution site DistroKid, roughly a week in advance. I'm a little bummed out about that, but it's just an amateur mistake, and my next drop, I'll fix that. He said at the time, the song eventually uploaded and has been played more than 90,000 times on Spotify. Mr. Mitchell continues to chase his dream undaunted, he said. Um, Lorenzo Mitchell, hold on. Joseph Mitchell, Mr. Mitchell's father, is a retired Navy man and amateur drummer. I never got down on him about not completing college, he said of his son. If the music thing is what you want to pursue, then go all in. Mr. Mitchell's mother, Karina Camacho, died from COVID-19 this month at age 52. She had been one of his biggest fans. In August, she was in a hospital on a breathing machine, unable to be interviewed for this article. I'm heartbroken. I can't do this for my son right now, she said in a text. I want to prove her right and accomplish everything I told her I would and more, Mr. Mitchell said after her death. Mr. Mitchell hit a slump after the Frog song was released, but he bounced back. One of his latest duets gathered nearly 200,000 views. He said he now plans to release three duets a week and post new music 
video, new music and daily video blogs, hoping something will go viral. Mr. Mitchell's long term goal is short term goal is simple. Make enough money to quit his restaurant job and long term win a Grammy, he said for mom. Yeah, that's the article. And uh, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and talk about this. <laughs> we'll be right back. This is your weekly reminder that we have two books that you as a listener or watcher of this podcast need to absolutely own. The first is the 10 traits of successful hip hop artists. And the second is the social media cheat code. Both of these books were released within the last year. The 10 traits of successful hip hop artists is a book where I go through the stories and explain the traits that uh, are behind the success of some of the biggest names in hip hop today. Um, the book has got nothing but amazing feedback. And if you are an artist, business person, whatever you do, if you would like to be inspired and would like to learn more about hip hop along the way and also see some some reinforcement of the concepts that we talk about on this podcast, the 10 traits of successful hip hop is for you. Second book is the social media cheat code. That is for everyone who listens to this podcast who does not uh, consider themselves an expert or really good at social media. It's not for super experienced people. It's actually for people who are on social media, but are not getting the results you need. So what we did is I broke down like 12 or 13 strategies that I use all the time that actually work really well for me. I put it into book. I gave you examples and I tell you how to implement it. That's a book you absolutely need as a listener to this podcast, watcher this podcast. If you're on YouTube, supporting these books actually goes a long way towards supporting the podcast. So uh, to support the show, if you like what we do, obviously we don't necessarily get paid to do this shit. So support the products and services that we create. And these two books are a big part of that. We appreciate your support and uh, back to the show. Super duty tough work. We back. Yeah. Uh, you know, I hope y'all uh you know got something out of that article we just shared. You know, it's, it hasn't been made its rounds everywhere yet, but uh we wanted to share it because it's something that people need to know. And I think that this story that they're telling here does not get told enough. Oh no. I didn't know. I didn't understand the extent of the pay scale pay rate you know like i understand youtube a little bit you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying but this whole tiktok thing like i didn't even for one i didn't even know that cats got there was a pay scale with views and all of that i didn't know that that even existed for one yeah. but to see what it is <laughs> you know what i'm saying like spotify's <laughs> fucked up already you know yeah. what i mean like as far as you yeah. know you're getting less than a penny per stream but this yeah. shit yeah Two, two, oh, they say a million, two million views and twenty four dollars. My man got right twenty five bucks, bro. Two million, two million views. Yeah, you know, you you hear these stories. What it what it made me think as I read it was, you know, you hear these stories. Anybody who's been a uh, participant or observer of the the YouTube content creator community, and even uh, on Twitch sometimes. Every year or two, you hear a story about one of these content creators getting depressed, shutting everything down, saying that it ruined their life and just kind of like disconnect, throwing it all away, you know, so to speak. And just because like they have these issues. Yeah. And when you look at the financial 
uh, prospects and you balance that with how much work they have to do to keep it up every single day, it really yeah. makes you think. Yeah, it's real. I see why they have, de- you know, depression and anxiety and why these people are just not happy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because this whole thing is about consistency. Yeah. Being in this space and trying to do something like this, it's about the consistency. And, you know, just like us, most of these people are one-man operations. So they have to shoot the video. They have to edit the video. You know, they have to make the music that goes with the video. All of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And not to mention the financial, you know, investment that they have to make to get them cameras, to get them the music equipment. Like all the shit that we do and yeah. have done, you know what I'm saying? But we have something else, you know, to rest our shit on. Our shit isn't based necessarily. We weren't, we didn't come up in this era. Yes. So we're not based on views and, you know, that, that shit helps us promote. We use that as a marketing tool. Yeah. But that's not the foundation of our income in our music careers. Yeah. And, and that, and that's a perfect segue to the first bullet point of this episode. And, you know, these are some observations we made of this, of this article. And, you know, we want to use this to tell you, look, before you go in, you know, because this guy is all in. And if they say there are 50 million people trying to do what exactly what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Very few, maybe a couple hundred will have success. You know, um, this is something to think about before you go in or you go down this route. And the first point is the difference between being a content creator and being an artist. As a logic was just saying, we are artists. We came up in a time where there was no, your content was your album. We now live in an era where a lot of people are more so content creators than artists. And what I mean is this, it's all about what your end goal is. For me, the end goal of all the content I create is to make people to listen to, purchase albums. You see what I'm saying? Like the yep. album is the pinnacle of what I do, mm-hmm. what a logic does. It's not, we're not chasing viral moments. We're not trying to, uh, we're, we're ultimately always trying to get someone to go to that thing. Yep. But, but content creators are different. Content creators do not have an end goal. They're not necessarily trying to push you towards an album, concerts tickets you see what i'm saying like radio he's not doing that and what this guy in this article is doing is so um it's so typical for many people in that space i'm gonna create all this shit and 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 feed this machine every day every day every day and that is my who i am i'm a content creator versus being an artist like like you like we talked about like this man had one con- piece of content that stuck a song and he didn't upload it in time. How do you not do that? Cause he's not an artist. Right. right? He's, not th- he's not thinking he did. He didn't have all his ducks in a row yeah. to understand that, you know, even with distro kid, it takes a little bit of time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For it to get to, you know, the Spotify's and the Apple music's of the world. Like you're going to have to, you know, be on your shit. You know, to get things up when you need them up. Yeah. And, and, and 
my advice to every person out here that's listening to this, you should decide very early on who you are. Because there will be people who are successful content creators and they use this shit to to springboard into a bunch of other things. But you got to understand that, like, it's two different paths. Mm -hmm. We are are artists who happen to know how to use cameras, who know who learn how to stream, who learn how to podcast, who learn how to use social media. But the goal wasn't to just sit around and create social media posts, just to create them. Right. They got links in them, bro. Yeah. <laughs> New posts got links. Calls to action and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, yeah, I made a music video because I want you to buy my album. Yep. Because I need you to, I'm trying to bring awareness to that thing over there. Yep. And so, but, but what happens is when you are a content creator, because you don't have this end game, there truly is no end to your content creation. There is no cycle. Mm -hmm. Like you and I create as much content as when we have new projects coming out or about to come out, we create more content than ever. When we don't have new projects coming out or to promote, we create less content. Mm -hmm. It gives us a, like a cycle, like a season, if you will. Yeah. You know, you got basketball season, football season. We have like an album campaign season. And when the season's over, we build our skills get it back in the gym, work on the weaknesses in our game. And then when the season starts, we do the same thing all over again. Yep. But content creators don't have no off season. No. And that's the scary. That's the scary thing about it is if you want to get into that space, there's no days off, especially if you're starting from scratch like this, you know, young man has, there's no days off. Like you, know, it took him a lot of work to get to that 50,000. I'm sure. Yeah. And yes. for him to even get to a point where it's even lucrative enough, he's going to have to hit a million followers at least, you know, at least, at least to even to even try to make yep. some kind of money. Yeah. Yeah. It's on a regular basis. Seventy dollars in two years he's made. Yeah. And it's not even really about the followers. It's about the people who actually watch the content. Yeah. Because people can follow you if they don't click on the content, then you don't even have anything working towards you getting paid. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a perfect segue to our number two point. Uh, things that you should know before you go all in. The number two point we want to talk about is that you got to understand the difference between followers and supporters. Mm. You got to know the difference. Because as a, as a creator, how you move and what you do every day is going to impact that. And you, you, if you are happy with getting followers, you will cultivate your audience in a certain way. If you want supporters, you'll cultivate them in a different way. Yeah. Uh, we, as we mentioned in the previous point, we're artists. As artists, we never let our followers lose sight of the art that we have for them. Right. That, yeah, this is a dope, yeah, I'm playing this beat, but you know, I got this beat tape coming out next month. Yep. Yeah, I'm doing this verse, but this verse is off this record over here. Yep. You know, I just got it. You know, it's pre-selling. It's out. You can get it here. This is how you build supporters. Followers are just built through these viral moments. You know, anyone can build followers, but you don't know if those people are going to support you. Right. You just may be some novelty thing that they look at on TikTok or Instagram 
uh, just to escape for a couple minutes. Yeah. And they never consider supporting you. And content creators are dropping the ball on this because they don't have nothing at the end for people to support them and become supporters. It's your job to cultivate supporters. Yeah. You know, and there's a difference. This guy's got 50,000. I don't got, I got 50,000 on, on Facebook, which I can barely reach, but shit, my Instagram is like 15,000 or something like that. 14,000 and uh, 19, but shit, this dude got hella, but I make hella more money than him. Yeah. Cause you have an angle. You have a, yeah. you have something that's, that, <laughs> that, that drives people to something, you know what yeah. I'm saying? You're, Drives your 15,000 to something. Yeah. yeah. And so it's not about just like the number of followers. You got to know that there's a difference. You cannot let the number of followers you have discourage you one way or the other. Yep. Don't let having a high number of followers fool you into thinking that they're supporters. Don't let a low number of followers discourage you from thinking that they won't support. Yeah, um, I've had a realization this week because, mm-hmm. um, you know, as as a lot of you know, I stream on I stream on Facebook, uh, stream on Twitter and I stream on Twitch um, and YouTube. Um, now, Facebook is my largest, you know, followership you yeah. know, that I have. I have about about 10, 10,000 uh, followers on Facebook. But. Facebook is the lowest engagement that I get. Even when I even I did a, um, you know, for the celestial thing, I did a, um, a post that I boosted. It reached literally almost 100 percent of my followers. Yeah. The engagement was less than 10 percent, less than 5 percent, I want to say. Yeah. Um, even in posting content on there as regularly as I post on everything else. The engagement is so low on Facebook. I'm thinking about closing down my Facebook. Like I'm because it's it's like I'm taking the time even the, I mean luckily everything is automated so yeah. I don't really have to do it separately so I I probably won't do that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But like I posted something a couple days ago just just a question. Nobody responded, yo. Mm. Like I've gotten no responses in the in a week. Of a post that I posted, none. Facebook is is pretty trash for me too right now for the last year and a half. Yeah, it's it's, it's wild. It's been terrible for me. It's wild, and for for us to have as many followers as we have, mm-hmm. if all of those followers bought our records, dog, we'd be oh. in a whole different tax bracket. Oh, bro, you know what I'm saying? Life would be very different if just ten percent more. Come on. You know, it, 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 you wouldn't even need all of them. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Like if, if you said just a 10 percent, 20 percent increase. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I understand it's cool because I'm that way, too, with certain people. Like it's certain people on Instagram that, you know, I follow for the skits that they do. Yeah. And they have merch and stuff. I ain't rocking their merch because I, I you know what i'm saying like i'm not yeah. i'm not into it like that but i go to it for you a follower you know, you're not i'm a, a follower i'm not a supporter and that's cool i know i know that you know what i'm saying i know that and i'm i'm cool with that and you know so i understand from both sides but as an artist and as a content creator as well 
it can get very daunting and disappointing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? To know you got 10,000 followers, but, you know, it's hard for you to sell 100 copies of your album. Yeah, yeah. Or, or you know that, what I'm saying? Or that they won't even see your posts. Or they won't even see your posts. Like, that's the ill part. Like, Facebook keeps, they hold your fans hostage. Which is crazy. Hold them hostage. Held them, you know, it's, it's, it's really wild. So it's like, yeah, same thing here. So it's like, you have to focus on other things. This is why I've focused a lot more just like email in the last year than Facebook and, and uh, more on Instagram. I get way better engagement there than Facebook, even with a, 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 yeah, me a too. quarter of the followers, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, it sucks. It sucks, but it's something that you have to be prepared for mm-hmm. because even us, it's like, you may see all these followers, but don't get it fucked up and think that all these people are supporting. Yeah. Not. They're not. And that's the 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 gift and the curse of this thing, you know, that we do. You know, the shit is not essential. You know what I'm saying? This shit is uh optional. Yeah. And uh people can consume it without the the real really everything in the music industry is designed to make it in making it easy, it makes it very easy to not pay for it. Yeah. It's designed to make it easier for the listener, not the artist. Yeah. Easier for them to consume, harder for yep. you to get paid. Yep. And, you know, look at look at even concerts, you know. Yep. You got versus concerts that you can just watch on your fucking phone. Yep. There ain't no, you know what I'm saying? The whole, I was there, I stood in line, I went through that experience. That shit is not a, they didn't eliminate all of that. Yeah, especially you know? after COVID. You know, after this COVID yeah. thing last year, like. It's a completely different process of, you know, concerts yeah. and all it's of that optional. stuff. It's, if it, it was optional, optional before, it's super yeah. optional now. Yeah, you don't even have to leave <laughs> your crib. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, but it's something to think about, you know. So, so you know, before you go in, you should, you should understand this. You should be asking yourself, you know, am I more concerned with gaining followers or do, am I more concerned with building supporters? And that, how you answer that question should determine how you move and what you post every fucking day. If you post, the frequency you post, what you post, how you engage with your people. Um, because as you we've seen in the story, 52,000 followers on TikTok, he's made $70. You know, he's not really making shit. He's still working a job, you know, and it's, uh, it's crazy. So then the last point in the segment is, and this is something that we talked about earlier uh, thing that artists need to do is they need to think about, you need to monetize first by monetize first. I mean this, one of the issues that these content creators uh, have is that they get so wrapped up in the daily grind of creating content to create these viral moments and to keep people engaged that they never think, okay, once I have followers, how do I make money? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like a bar can throw a free show, but they know that they got the bar and the alcohol there. Yep. They're gonna get <clears throat> theirs. Yep, they're gonna get theirs. Oh yeah. A logic show, he free tonight. Damn, a logic's free, a logic show, I'm going. And it drinks ten dollars each. Mm-hmm. They ain't freestyling that shit. Nah, they know what they doing. <laughs> they didn't wait till you got there to figure out, damn, how do we get some money off these fools? <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. 
They, they ordered extra alcohol all week. Because they knew since you was there for free, you was probably going to spend more, for, more on booze. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, you got to be the same way with your career, man. You don't just get out there. You don't, you don't wait until it starts raining to buy an umbrella. You buy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm broke. I need money. Let me let me go get an umbrella. You know what I'm saying? Let me create some merchandise. Let me figure out how to. This is a situation that these content creators are in. Whereas the other side is that you create albums and then you learn how to create content around your albums, your content, whatever your main skill is. So you never have to run out there in a brainstorm to go get an umbrella. Because you didn't have one when it started raining. Right. Even though you knew it was going to start raining. You, you saw the forecast. You saw the forecast. You, 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 you saw the forecast. You knew it was going to start raining. But, clouds you know, everywhere. Clouds yeah. everywhere. But you got on flip flops. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You out there with flip flops, you know, and no umbrella. None. None. But you knew. You knew. You just was waiting. Oh, man, man, I'll just wait. i just put it off. Put it off. But having that. I, that that mindset of I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out my monetization first. Mm-hmm. That changes how you do everything. Remember back when we started first uh, doing Greenhouse and Logic shit. I remember the first shows. We had opportunity to play shows before we played our first shows. And I remember I was always always like, nope. And it was we ain't had no merch yet. Exactly. <laughs> this is 98. I was like, nope. They was like, Prince, why can't we play? I was like, we ain't got no tapes. We ain't got nothing yeah. to sell. Yep. We don't even got nothing to give away. We did our first, we gave away shit. We had a sampler tape, a logic sampler, and a greenhouse sampler. Mm-hmm. And that was good enough for me. But I was like, we're not going to get on stage and be in front of some people and not have nothing for them to leave with. We, we knew, okay, we'll put a sampler and then, then we'll come back and release these projects and people will support if they like it. And that's what we did. Same concept. Um, if you're an artist, figure out how you're going to monetize first. Don't, don't put that shit off. Don't say, I'm going to wait until I get a hundred thousand followers before I think about this. Yeah. And I think the biggest issue with this dude is he, his end goal, it sounds like is to be an artist, but he's utilizing social media as a way to get him to a point where, okay, I got enough people watching me. Now I'm going to make the album instead of making the project first mm-hmm. and then utilizing his talents. Cause it seems like dude is talented. He can, you know, yeah. he's an actual musician. He plays instruments. Yeah. Um, you know, instead of use a lot, utilizing those talents to sell something like you want to make money, but you don't have nothing to sell. How does that make sense? <laughs> you don't even got t-shirts, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like it, it would, it would make more sense in a, in a way to, all right, yo, let me at least make up some T-shirts. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So people that support me, they can support me outwardly. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody might ask, oh, who is that? You know, what's that on your T-shirt? You know what I'm saying? Like, at least that. Yes. You know, and if you're a musician, make an EP, four or five songs, just to point people in the direction. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? And, and that kind of stuff also would have got him to a point where he wouldn't have forgot, you know, to set things up for that frog joint. You yes. know what I'm saying? The one's quasi hit that he had, you know, it would have put him in a position where he would have understood that. But yeah, if you want to make money, 
it doesn't make sense not to have a product. Thank you. How, how, how else? I don't understand that mindset. Yeah. It's like you, they go in like, oh, I'm just going to get uh, uh, endorsement deals and brand deals. And these yeah, things no. that sound good, but you're, you're waiting on someone else. Mm-hmm. Those aren't dependent on, upon just you. Getting a brand deal is dependent on the brands looking at you, seeing, oh, and then you're going through this. No, you can make an album yourself. Mm-hmm. Get paid yourself. Sell yeah. it yourself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it seems like a lot of his 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 plan for getting paid was like, okay, I'm just gonna, you know, depend on some other shit to come through. You know, YouTube views and TikTok payments and two years later the man made seventy dollars. Yeah, like my my youngest son, he, you know, does YouTube videos here and there and stuff. And uh his last video that he had, I think it's up to almost ten thousand views right now. Yeah. And he was like, Dad, he was like, I don't want to do another video until I have some T-shirts to sell. Because he's been watching. You succeeded as a father. (laughs) (laughs) So he's been working and saving his money so he can get him a couple hundred T-shirts. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So next time it's like, all right, now everybody in the video going to have my T-shirt on next time. And then it's going to be a link for them to buy the fucking T-shirt. You know what I'm saying? So he and I didn't tell him to do that. Well, he's he's seen, he's observed yeah. what Pops is doing. Yeah, that's but see, that's the thing. If you setting the right example, you ain't got to tell your shit kids shit. Right, they gonna steal all your ideas. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. You know what I mean? They gonna steal it. Yeah, you know. But yeah, man. So yeah, we'll take a break. We got like three more joints we're gonna talk about. But uh, yeah, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Work. Quick announcement. Over the years, we've frequently been asked by the listeners of our show if we would ever open up our platform to the public for advertising. We've always been interested in doing it, but in the past, we never had the systems in place to make it work properly. I'm proud to announce that we are now officially accepting advertising from the public on Super Duty Tough Work. Meaning, if you are a business owner or an artist, and would like to create more awareness about your product, service, or release on our platform, we're now in a position to be able to do that. For more information, email us at superdutytoughwork at weightless.net. That's superdutytoughwork at weightless.net. Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you would like to promote, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible about whether it's a good fit and go from there. Thanks for your time. Back to the show. We are back, folks. Super Dute. Tough work. Name this episode is Before You Go All In. Some things you should know. Things you should figure out. Ask yourself. And, um, yeah. Three more bullet points to go. It's number four joint we want to talk about in response to this article is that it isn't either or. Yeah. See, this man took an approach that it has to be either TikTok content creator or computer scientist, IT professional. Mm -hmm. And his parents are cool with that. He's young. As someone who's done both, I'm going to tell you, you can do both. 
we I was working 60 hours a week while we were launching all of the shit that we did. And do you have as much time to do it when you're doing it full time? No. But it can be done. And there are many advantages of doing it that way, which we probably talked about a couple episodes ago. And we just talked yeah, about there is a, there is an episode that focuses, yeah. you know, on yeah. Yeah. on doing that, yeah. being an artist and working. Yeah. Yeah, we we dove very deep. One of our more popular episodes, mm-hmm. and this is this is, and so we ain't gonna go too much into it. But there's a lot of benefits that you can uh, tap into by keeping that job. He would have literally been done by college by now. Mm-hmm. Would have still had his viral moments. Would have still done some shit like that, and then he would have had more financial freedom. To be able to support his art. But, you know, somewhere along the line, I know it's not. Here's the thing, too. And you and I talk about this. There are jobs that are sexy. And then there's jobs that are not. In American society, there are certain things that people just don't think are sexy. IT professional dudes sitting behind a desk with a bunch of other antisocial nerdy dudes. <laughs> not sexy not sexy <laughs> they don't have groupies they not they're not thought to be you know i mean you have the i mean even mark zuckerberg's corny they everybody looks he's like a goddamn android or something bill gates these guys are not they're rich but they're not cool right 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 whereas the content creators are cool but they're not rich right and so you have a lot of kids being rushing towards the content creator space thinking, I just want to be that and I'll figure out the money part. And they and they drop the things in their life that actually could create the financial stability and they create this either or situation. And I just don't think it has to be that. It doesn't have to be either one or the other. And the thing is, if you have just like we talked about in the show, if you have that financial stability then you're in a better position to create better content. Yes. You have the money to invest in better cameras. You have the money to invest in more equipment. You have the money to invest in, you know, better scenery, better lighting. All of that stuff is a benefit of Mm -hmm. having other employment while you're, this can still be your end goal. Yes. This can still, you can still say, I want to win a Grammy. I want to, you know, create content and eventually make my living off of TikTok or whatever social media platform you choose. But if you don't have the financial means to invest in yourself, it's going to take you much longer to get there. You can't just get there on talent alone all the time. Facts. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's not Mark Rubier. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen for everybody. Dude is super talented. And it just so happens because he was doing something that nobody else was really doing that he garnered all of that, you know, followership on YouTube and all of his social medias to a point where now he can tour. Now he can do things to where he's financially set based on his career. But I'm pretty sure this dude had a regular job. Yes. Uh, yes. Probably, and I think he, I think he's a computer dude too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I saw, yeah, I think he's a computer guy too, and he was doing this for fun. Yeah, and it so happened to turn into a career. But you know, if that's your first idea, is 
oh, I'm be content creator and everything else. Screw everything else. That is the wrong way to go about it. It'll yeah. take you a lot longer to be successful. Yeah. And here's a, here's another uh, obvious observation that is ignored by people who make this mistake is that you're going to work for somebody. This man, this young man still has a job at a restaurant. Yeah. Like making pennies compared to what he could be making as an IT. Hello. Guy. Doing way harder work. Made way harder work for less money. Standing on your feet for fucking tips. You know what I'm saying? Making $300, $400 a week, maybe. You can make triple that, quadruple that. Mm-hmm. Same eight hours you're going to give somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the thing I think is so stupid is that he still got a job. Yeah. Like, you still working, bruh. You still working. Like, why not work for the higher pay? <laughs> yeah. If you're going to work. <laughs> Yeah, and then you didn't go. All, yeah, so I was like, you know, I don't get that. Like, if you're gonna work, get the bag. Yeah, get the bag. Like he's he's a cliche. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you know how the the actors all you know were waiters. And, yes, exactly. You know the famous actors. You know, like mm-hmm. all started out as waiters and got discovered or yeah. some shit. I'm busting you know, tables, like, but I'm really an actor. This is just right, a temporary shit. Right. He's a fucking walking cliche, and he's done it to himself. <laughs> yeah it's not either or man it's it's all the above you know what i'm saying yeah. and so that's number four number five and this is something i think he actually has right which yes. is he has a great support system before you go all in you need a support system it's very difficult to do uh by yourself this man is he's young enough and his parents support his dream which is dope so you want to you want and he's doing the right thing. Move back in with your parents. I mean, we still think he should have kept the IT got at least stayed and got his degree. He only had to yeah, then he really be caking living with his parents and making <sighs> IT money. Man, come on. Yeah. <laughs> killing it. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, and so it's like but that support system is needed. If you're going to make a move like that, you got to really look around you and say, OK, how many people do I have around me who can who can uh, catch me if I fall? Because there's going to be tough times, man. Like mm-hmm. this man has, has put in two years and he's still like he's he's in it for the long term. Yeah. He's like, you know, it'll take time. But you got to think, OK, if it takes a long time, who in my life is going to be able to support during that time? Mm-hmm. For him, it was his parents. For those of you who are considering making a move, whether it's starting your own business, whether it's going full time at art, what have you. Uh, before you go all in, really do an inventory on your support system. Yeah. And you need to have a conversation with that support system about what your goals are and letting them know that there's going to come a time, there's going to come a time where I am going to really need to lean on you a little heavier than, than most of the time. If you're going to support me in this process, then, you know, you need to know that you're nev- you're definitely going to be needed, you know, yes. at some point. Um, and then it's up to them to, you know, if they're willing to take that ride with you. Yes, it's you know, true. Because his his parents know, like they still got to feed this dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> even though he's make he has a job. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I'm sure he ain't out here you yeah. know, starving or nothing. But you know, they paying the bills. You know, yeah. he's using a lot of electricity, making these beats. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Posting these videos, all of that stuff. Like he ain't paying that bill. You Mm-mm. know, he hopefully he's you know he might be you know giving them a little something, but he ain't paying that bill in the long run. You know what I'm saying? But they're supporting him. And that's that's very good, you know, to have that. You need that. Hell yeah. 
Hell yes. That's number five. The last joint, the last joint of the day is if you're going to go all in, got to think long term. Yeah. And And by that, I don't mean just what I'm going to be doing next year. You got to be committed to know that, okay, what you're doing might not show any signs of progress for two years. Five years. Five years. Like, are you committed to that kind of journey? Mm-hmm. Are you committed to a long-term journey where you can't have the nice things that you want because you sacrifice so much for your craft? Where it's like, look, you know, I really want, I really want to buy that, that outfit. Or I want to buy that game system. Or I want to buy that car. Or I want to buy that fucking house. Are you, com- are, are you willing to commit that much to where you can sacrifice that shit until you get to your goal? Those questions you got to ask yourself, man. You know, how, 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 what kind of jobs are you willing to get until you can reach a goal? Like he was willing to get a job at a, at a restaurant. I get it. Less commitment. You know what I mean? Uh, some probably, you know, more flexible schedule or whatever, but it's still like long term. You got to be with it. You got to know or else I ain't gonna say you got to have all the answers, but you need to at least ask yourself, are, am I committed to making this work long term? Yeah. And it sounds like he is. It sounds like even after two years of only making $70, he's like, I I know it's going to take time. The Mm -hmm. money will come. So the fact that he has that attitude is a great, you know, is is great for him to have that attitude. But, you know, also thinking long term, he has to to know when to fold them too. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, if if you 10 years deep and you got, okay, now you got 100,000 followers and you've made $200 in five ten years yeah it's time to fold them bro like get that it job you know yeah (laughs) you know like that's that's thinking long term as well you have to have a contingency plan because going all in yeah you know if you're gonna go all in go all in but you can't just throw caution to the wind and just not care about what if this doesn't work because everything isn't gonna work you have to have a plan Mm -hmm. b that's the that's only smart yeah yeah yeah, I agree. And, and part of that is like you're saying, you're plan B, getting that job, the real job mm-hmm. um, could be, hey, I'm just creating content and I don't have nothing, sh- nothing for nobody to buy. Yeah. Maybe this content, maybe I'll switch this up and start moving towards like things for people to purchase. Mm-hmm. Take more of an artist approach than the content creator's approach. Yeah. Because that requires some switching, but it's still, it's a long term change. I, figure it out. But yeah. Long term, you got to do something, man, because this shit is crazy. Reading this article was very sobering. Yes. I was like, holy shit, you know, especially when they talk about the 50 million contenders. That's just trying it. Trying. Just trying. You know, they say, oh, yeah, you got a one in a million chance. What a motherfucker. You got a one in a 50 million chance of being a successful content creator. And that's crazy. And that's an estimate. That's not even... You know what I'm saying? It could be 60, 70 million. You know what I'm saying? The 50 million is a is a probably an average. Dog, it's probably easier to get into the NBA. Come on. NFL. I mean, think about it. you got I mean, it's only 12 people on a team in high school, right? Mm-hmm. You start at high school level, 12 teams. Let's just say you got fucking a hundred. You know what I mean? The, you the got odds. a better Yeah, the odds are way higher. For a high school basketball player to make it to the NBA, then that's not one in 50 million. There ain't no fucking 50 million high school basketball players. 
<laughs> and the crazy thing about it is, dude just want to make fifty thousand dollars a year. He ain't trying to That's be it. like super, super rich. He like my goal is to make fifty thousand a year, That's it. where I can, you know, which he yeah. could have been making as a as an IT guy. Hello. You know what I mean? <laughs> but my goal is to make fifty thousand a year doing this. He ain't even saying like, you know, I want to be freaking mega rich. Yep. Even though I know he ultimately, everybody ultimately wants to, but he's saying he just wants fifty thousand a year. Yeah. Imagine the work it's going to take him if he made a couple hundred in a two years to make 50000 a year. Imagine the time and the work it's going to take to get to that. Yeah. It's going to take a lot. Come it's on. It's going to take a lot, man. So, yeah. That's it this week, y'all. That's it. You know, before you go all in, some things you need to know. I'm going to read them back. Number one, decide if you want to be a content creator or an artist first. Number two, understand the difference between followers and supporters. Number three, figure out how to monetize first. Number four, understand it's not either or. It's all the above. Until it becomes this thing by itself. Number five, have a support system. Number six, think long term. That's it for this week, man. I hope that this uh, proves helpful, starts some dialogue. And, uh, you know, see y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. complex that nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work, huh?